Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today discussing Jared Goff, the Los Angeles Rams. Should the Rams move on? And which teams would be in the Jared Goff market? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PFF to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code PFF right now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam. The Rams are not exactly giving Jared Goff the vote of confidence this offseason. According to GM Les Need, he is the Rams quarterback, or he is a Ram as of today. Not exactly a vote of confidence. Mm. It sounds like Goff could be on the trading market. First of all, is that the right move for the Rams? And then we'll discuss, you know, a few teams that could be involved in the trading market. Oh, man, I'm kind of torn on the Jared Goff thing. Um, everybody in that building apparently appears to have, like, given up on him, right? They don't the, – the noise is coming out of there of, yeah, he's our quarterback right now, and we're going to see if both quarterbacks, how their health is doing going into the playoffs. And everything coming out of that building suggests that they are done with Jared Goff, and they're just fed up with the level of play he's been playing at. Um, and, you know, I get that. There were some really ugly games in there, but was the baseline really that terrible? Um, but the – the thing that kind of works against that is that, you know, Steve, I've never been exactly enamored with Jared Goff from the very moment I discovered that he never knew where the sun rose. Um, <laughs> look, it's it's a bad reason for disliking a quarterback. On the other hand, a guy expected to process that volume of information, if he doesn't know something as simple and basic as where the sun rises in the sky, something that, you know, a seven-year-old child knows, I have some concerns. And I think that those concerns are being borne out as his career goes on. So I'm, I never loved the guy to begin with, but I don't know that you can look at him right now and be like, oh, he's completely done. We need to move in a new direction, particularly when he's, you've already made the mistake of giving him the big contract. Look at us, big PFF, and you just come down to the most simplest, the simplest analysis, mm-hmm. which is where the sun rises. I, I, think, it keeps, I think it comes back to the the overused phrase that I use in every single podcast, middle tier quarterback. And that is what Jared Goff is. And and here's another way of describing the middle tier quarterback. You know, a lot of our listeners probably watch the game and they follow social media and you're on social media. And if you watch a three hour game together and you got your Twitter account up, a middle tier quarterback will give his detractors some fodder and he'll give his fans some fodder. So Jared Goff will give, his fans, a couple nice throws. Look at Jared. Look at him doing it. And then they'll, there'll be some bad throws in there and some misreads of coverage. And it's like, wow, Jared Goff, brutal. He's terrible. But that has, that has essentially been the story. And when you have that quarterback, you live with those same ebbs and flows, play to play, week to week, and then season to season. And the season thing is what I think the Rams are looking at. 75. So after a disastrous rookie year in 2016, Sean McVay comes in. 75 grade in 2017. Boom. Trajectories pointed up. Up to 84. Top 10 caliber quarterback in 2018 in the McVay scheme. They go to the Super Bowl. Maybe a little exposed in the Super Bowl. But after that 84 grade in 18, down to 72 in 19. Down to 71 in 2020. I feel like the Rams feel like they have hit their golf peak and it happened in 2018. 
I think that's probably true. The other thing to bear in mind is that the 71 this year is worse than it would be in a normal year because, you know, passing exploded this year, record numbers across the board. So 71 in 2020 is significantly worse than the 72 in 2019. That's definitely true. The other thing is that Goff's profile is weird, right? His He had some good games in there, but he had some absolute stinkers. There was a game of a grade of 37, a grade of 36, a 48, um, another 48, and two more low 50s. When he was bad, he was really, really bad and prohibitively bad. Like, you're not winning games when the quarterback is playing like that, and that's definitely part of the problem. Um, And I, I think they've just kind of tired of it and decided they can move on. But here's an interesting thing, and would be a reason to potentially stick with him and try and find the solution on the other end of this. Remember last year, right, that um, Josh Allen's grade hadn't improved that much, but there was a clear improvement in his play up to 20 yards. And then when he took a deep shot, never completed it, and that was almost the entirety of his negatives. That was kind of Jared Goff this season. The deep ball completely disappeared. This year, his PFF grade on anything up to 20 yards is actually the second best of his career. The only season better was that 2018 season. There he had a 90 grade on everything up to 20 yards. This season, it's 83.4, which is like five points better than any of those other seasons. But the deep ball is where it all disappeared. By far the worst grade of his career, a grade of 58 compared with 85 plus in all the other seasons, completed uh, 14 of 45 attempts. Just disastrous deep ball now we know that those that kind of thing fluctuates so you know if you're willing to look beyond this year and say hey there's no way he repeats that level of ineptitude on a deep on deep passing you know if if we do have to roll with him again in 2021 he's not going to be as bad as he looked this year that's a fair point sam i actually didn't consider that you're using my own analysis you know and and you used it well nice job take Um, that I think the bottom line here is the same. It's similar story to the Jimmy Garoppolo one in San Francisco. You've got two really good coaches who may have dragged these middle tier quarterbacks to the Super Bowl and just probably want to upgrade. So the question now is, do the Rams even have a chance to upgrade? Do they actually look internally and say, John Wolford, he's an upgrade. He's better. They don't have a first round picks. It's not like they could grab a a Mac Jones at the end of the first round or hope a Trey Lance falls to develop. So they're kind of in a difficult spot, but let's say, you know, they're ready. They're ready to move on from Jared Goff and a big contract, by the way, much more difficult to move than Jimmy Garoppolo's. But are there any suitors for Jared Goff? The, The suitors have to look at Goff and say, he's an upgrade over either what we had, maybe like the Bears. The Bears could say, Jared Goff's an upgrade over what we had. Is he worth it? Or an upgrade over what we could potentially get if we're either drafting or looking on the free agent market who could actually be uh, a potential suitor for a Jared Goff yeah it is very different to the Jimmy Garoppolo spot because this contract is a pain in the ass to move Um, they can't cut him I mean if they cut him the world drop or the bottom falls out of their world it costs them like 60 million dollars in dead cap money that's not going to happen it's going to be painful to even trade him away. You have to really want to get rid of this guy because you're going to have to eat 20 plus million dollars of dead hit just to trade him off the roster. Um, so I think the most likely scenario is they're stuck with him for another year. They make it an, an open competition has been the word used today between him and John Walford, which you would assume if you're going that route, 
John Walford wins that open competition and you're just stuck with an unhappy Jared Goff sitting on your bench for an entire season. So, you know, c'est la vie, then you can get rid of him next year. If they do trade him away, though, you are left with a team who not only um, has to think he's an upgrade, but has the salary cap space to basically burn on this. And honestly, it could end up looking a little bit like the Brock Osweiler salary cap dump trade that was made a few years ago by Houston. Not as severe, but, you know, a sort of acknowledgement that, hey, whoever we're trading him to doesn't really want him, but they have the the salary cap space to burn and is prepared to flip you, you know, a low round pick just to take a flyer on him. So look at the teams with a ton of salary cap space. The Jags probably don't want any part of that. They're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. But the Indianapolis Colts don't have a quarterback right now, and they have $65 million worth of salary cap space. They might roll the dice on it. The Jets, if they are prepared to go with Sam Darnold again, might take a swing on somebody like that as a backup. Um, The Patriots don't really have a quarterback solution either. They have a ton of salary cap space. And, you know, Washington is the next team up. So there's a bunch of teams with a lot of money to spend that might be willing to just, you know, have that extra gamble on a quarterback like Jared Goff. Of the teams you mentioned, so you're just, you were going by just who has the most cap space right there. The Colts are the team that we keep coming back to because they're the team that's probably not going to grab a rookie quarterback. Their team is a, they have a playoff team and they just lost a playoff caliber quarterback. So is Jared Goff a, you know, Philip Rivers was QB 17 by our grades this year. Goff was 20th. As much as we're trashing Goff, he was 20th. You know, he wasn't right. that much lower than Philip Rivers. Maybe So maybe he's not an upgrade, so to speak, but he could be at least comparable to Philip Rivers. And I think the Colts are looking to exhaust all options. They're going to be our answer here all the time. I'm curious about the football team. Does Ron Rivera really want to develop somebody new? Do you bring in a Jared Goff to maybe compete with the great Taylor Heineke in camp next year? <laughs> maybe they are in the mix, but... The more you look at it as far as cap space goes and Jared Goff being a clear upgrade, it is, I think, a limited market. I think he ends up back with the Rams next year, and it's him and John Wolford head-to-head. What do you think? Yep. I mean, the, the quarterback competition for the ages. Oh, I, man, John Wolford, wins, he's a baller. I'm not sure the Rams win. Wolford's a baller. AAF legend, great at Wake Forest. He was going to ball out in that playoff game. Anyway, let us know. What do you think? Where should Jared Goff go? Should he go anywhere? What should the Rams do? With their quarterback situation, let us know. It's the PFF NFL Daily.